How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on! Oh yeah, let's go. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the pregame show. I'm your host this morning, Joe Spadoni. And I hope you all had a lovely, lovely weekend. It is Monday, I know. Monday blues. The Sunday scaries have arrived. But come on. It was a beautiful weekend. There was no rain. That's something to celebrate, right? Something to celebrate, absolutely. Well... Not a lot to celebrate in the Bay Area as it comes to our sports teams. Giants, they lose 2-3 to the Yanks. A's, they lose 2-3 to to the Angels. Warriors, they split the difference. Win Friday, not in very impressive fashion against a bad Spurs team, but they get the job done there. But yesterday in Denver, they do not. They gag it away late. Tough loss. Klay Thompson, potential steal there at the end. They got the jump ball. They got the chance. Clay had a good luck for the three, but it just didn't go down. You know, Steph was kind of open if they maybe wanted to kick it out to him, Clay. But listen, Clay Thompson's one of the greatest shooters as well. He's not Steph Curry level, but he's pretty damn good. He's a future Hall of Famer, so I'm not upset with that shot. But 888-957-9570 is the number. And we are starting today with the Golden State Warriors, and it's the final stretch. It is the final countdown of the NBA season. It's the last week, and... This thing is shaping up to be one of one of the all-timers to an end to a regular season that I can remember in my lifetime. Like this is absolutely insane. If you just look at the standings right now as it pertains to the Warriors and the Western Conference. So you got the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, they're all basically locked into their spots. Uh, granted if the Grizzlies fall apart here and the Kings make a huge run, they could swap 2 and 3, but for the most part, the top 3 seeds are locked in. Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings. Then you got the Suns at four. That's pretty much kind of locked in at this point, too. I would be shocked if the Clippers surpassed them, or the Warriors, for that matter, who are both tied at 41 and 38. I guess uh, anything is possible. Shout out Kevin, uh, Kevin Garnett, but I don't see that happening. So those top four seeds, I believe, are locked in. So that leaves the Clippers at five, the Warriors at six, both at 41 and 38. You got the Lakers and Pelicans at 40 and 38, both a half game back of the Clippers and Warriors at the 7th and 8th seed. T-Wolves at 39 and 40. 
They lost Nas Reed. They're scuffling. Bad losses all around for them. They lost to the uh, Portland Trailblazers over the weekend. The Thunder at 10 and the Mavericks, they're, they're fading fast. The Dallas Mavericks, folks, they've lost three in a row, and that looks like it is a sinking ship. What happens there moving forward? Is Kyrie going to stick around? I'm not sure. Luka Doncic, what's his future there? You start questioning that. So a lot to get into here as it pertains to the NBA. 888-957-9570 is the number if you would like to get involved. That is the Comcast Business text line and also the call line. So both numbers there can do the trick. Twitch, YouTube, hello. How are you doing this beautiful Monday morning? It is windy out there, and I'm fighting through some adversity again this morning. The allergies are killing you, boy. I don't have a bear, uh, pair of backup glasses, like prescriptions, so I wear my contacts every day. And uh, if you've ever had to wear contacts during allergy season... It's like your eyes are trapped in some sort of fogginess, and that's exactly what's happening today. So fighting through adversity. This is basically my Michael Jordan flu game here uh, this Monday here on April the 3rd, 2023. But what did you guys do this weekend? What did you have? Well, who's your MVP? It is an MVP Monday. So who is your MVP of the weekend? Could be sports-related. Could be not sports-related. It could be Brandon Crawford and what he did Saturday against the New York Yankees. Third hit of the day for Brandon Crawford. Here comes Eskremski. Cabrera throws into second. Two insurance runs for the Giants in the ninth, and it's 7-4. Homer double single for Brandon Crawford. Crawford putting the team on his back on Saturday in a giant 7-5 win over the Yankees to avoid the sweep. Yankees would take yesterday's game 6-0 in the Bronx. Ross Stripling getting tattooed all over the place, and maybe that spring training game against the A's at Oracle Park uh, as a season pri- uh, preseason primer there. Uh, it was a sign of things to come, unfortunately, because you remember that game, Jesus Aguilar taking him deep, Seth Brown, a bunch of guys taking him deep there. And yesterday, it was a home run feast in the Bronx. And the pitch swung on and drilled to deep left field. And that ball is gone! He had a line drive. I didn't think it was going to be high enough. He had a line drive home run into the lower seats in left center, right near the visitors' bullpen. A judgy in blast. No, he rounds third. All rise. Here comes the judge. John Sterling, WFAN, and friend of the morning roast here on 95.7 The Game. And you didn't think we were stopping there with just that home run call, did you? High drive to left. This one's hit a mile. Oh, my. And it's 3 nothing. Glenn Kuyper there on the call for NBC Sports Bay Area. And man, that was that Stanton moonshot is still landing. That was unbelievable. That thing was 485 feet, and I'm pretty sure in the stat uh, cast era, stat tracker, whatever the hell you want to call it, were the ones where they track the home run balls and how far they go. Stanton has like the most 485 feet home runs plus since it's been introduced. The guy just hits tanks, and I think we all knew that, but just to see it against your team, it really does make it just that much worse if you're the opposing fan, but it is something to awe at. And Stanton, my goodness. Can we get the Sterling call, please? Stanton swings, drills one. The deep left center field, that ball is high. It is far. It is gone. Oh, what a shot. Oh, what a shot. That is a Stantonian home run. A blast drilled to deep left center field. Giancarlo. 
Nancy Postopolo. Again, John Sterling on the call for WFAN. So maybe uh, if you're a Yankees fan, your MVP of the sports weekend could have been uh, Giancarlo Stanton, a.k.a. the formerly uh, the artist formerly known as Mike Stanton. Could have been Aaron Judge. Two home runs to start this series off against the Giants, the team that he spurned during the offseason. But, again, Brandon Crawford saving the day on Saturday. Camilo Duvall, whew. I mean, we're not going to talk a bunch of Giants today, but since we're here... My goodness, scary, 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 scary for Camilo Duvall, but they got the job done on Saturday. Pitch clock, buddy, get used to it, and get used to it, all closers everywhere, because your routine is not going to be your routine anymore. you got to speed things up, and he got tagged multiple times with a ball to start off that at-bat, so... Camilo Duvall gets the job done. Tyro Estrada, who didn't look like his foot was on the back, doesn't matter. Get the double play there to end the game. 888-957-9570, your MVP of the weekend. And it could have been on Saturday. Check that Friday for the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, all these sort of guys. Dante DiVincenzo yesterday in a losing effort. Hell of an impressive feat there towards the end. They try to make the push. Try to he gets up the steal, he gets the bucket. They were trying to gag that one away, the Denver Nuggets, that is. And Dante DiVincenzo played his ass off, eight to twelve shooting, plus twelve overall, eight defensive boards, thirteen rebounds overall. Dante, four assists, two steals. He had a hell of a game, and that's good to see heading in here towards the playing game slash the playoffs is Dante DiVincenzo playing great, great ball because he was struggling there in the introduction of Gary Payton the second. How is that gonna work out? But Dante DiVincenzo, hats off to him. He played a great game yesterday. It wasn't a great game overall for a lot of players. I mean, if you just look at the attempts, the field goals made, Clay Thompson struggling. He had that shot there at the end to potentially win it. He did have the one that was close to get it close. And here's how it sounded uh, from Tim Roy on 95-7 the game. DiVincenzo left side. Hand off Clay. Perfect. Don't need to take a three here. Clay to Dante, back to Clay, dribbles in, throws out Curry for three. It's short. DiVincenzo saved it to Thompson. Corner three. Got it! With 20.7 to go, it's 112 to 110. That was an unreal clutch shot there from Clay Thompson. So I'm not going to come here and crush him because he had two opportunities late and didn't get him. And that's how this sounded on the final call of the. Golden State Warriors lost to the Denver Nuggets yesterday in Denver. 112-110 Denver, 13.2 to go. Looney tipped it back. Curry will have it. 10 seconds to go. Here we go. Crosses midcourt. Drifting to the right. Dribbles in. Throws over the top to Clay for three. It's on the way. No good. Rebound. Clay. Clock blocked out of the air. And the horn sounds. The ball game is over. He got a great look, Tim. A great look. A fantastic finish, but the Warriors can only look in the mirror on this one. They could only look in the mirror is correct. A lot of boneheaded mistakes there. They were in cruise control for most of that first half, and then they just they do what the Warriors have done on the road this season. It's just Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde constantly. One step forward, two steps back. I mean, this is who they are on the road, folks. And 888-957-9570, I would love for you to weigh in on that loss to the Denver Nuggets. I mean, this is the make-or-break time of the year. This is it. Michael Jackson, Thunder tomorrow. That could be the last home game you have. It could be the last one you have at all. I'm not even talking playing. That could be it. 
against the Oklahoma City Thunder tomorrow, the Fighting Josh Giddies, and they have played you tough all season long. Shea Gilgis, Lou Dort, again, Josh Giddy, all these guys, Williams, they're feisty. They smell it. They don't want to be that tanking team anymore. And they're going to look to take that one from you, and it's up to you to fight back. Because it was all cute. The storyline was cute. I mean, do we do we really want to win this game against the Denver Nuggets? Yeah, you do. Because you don't want to be in the play-in game, and that's what you're flirting with potentially. Lakers went out. They're the fifth seed. The Lakers now control their own destiny. Think about that for a second. The Los Angeles Lakers now control their own destiny for the fifth seed. And if they were to win out... And I know J.D., John Dickinson, who does the uh, Warriors Live and Warriors postgame rap here on 95.7 The Game, doing a great job last night. He kind of went over all the machinations there as it pertains to tie breaks, all that sort of stuff. But I'm not here to just call on that. And we'll get into that here in a few minutes, all the tie break scenarios. But right now, all that matters is staying out of that damn playing game. And the Warriors are flirting with playing in that. Whether it's against the T-Wolves or what, I'm not sure yet. Or the Pelicans. Hell, it could be against them. And that would not be a fun matchup for the Golden State Warriors. So I don't care about what seed you're getting, five, six. Just get one of those seeds, right? It doesn't matter. It's about staying out of the playing game at this point. JB, this loss was on Curry. Dude was horrible. He did not have a great game. He didn't. It was bad. How many sh- like there was a there was a point. There was how many shots he had? Like two or three? And there was like two minutes to go? That's unacceptable. That's absolutely unacceptable. Your best player, one of the top 10 players in the history of the NBA, is just having that few shot attempts there in the fourth quarter in Denver in a must-win situation. It's unacceptable. Whether that's on players not getting him involved, that Steph freaking Curry, he has to assert himself. He has to get the ball off the court. He has to uh, shoot off the dribble. He's got to do everything he can to try to will that team to win that game. And the shot just wasn't there from three-point range. 14 three-point attempts, just hitting two of them. It just was not there. Credit Denver and that defense. They played well yesterday. And no Nikola Jokic. Like, they played well. I'm, I'm just going to give Michael Porter Jr.? If he's going to play like that, Denver's got an absolute chance to win the Western Conference. I don't know about the finals, but if Michael Porter Jr. can be that third option scoring behind Jokic and Murray... That would be a huge, huge step for them. And that's why they signed him to that contract, because that's what they thought he was going to be. But I haven't seen it most of this year. But I saw it last night, and I'm not locked in on League Pass like uh, Dibs and Bonte here at 95.7 The Game. But I'm locked in on the national-type games. Michael Porter Jr., yeah, he has all the talent. He's 6'10", he's huge, he's athletic, has great handles. He's had the back problems in the past. That kind of scared you a little bit. But yesterday, he showed why if he plays that well come playoff time with Jokic and Murray, yeah, the Nuggets are then for real, and we should start fearing them. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors fans, are you with me? It's no longer about worrying about your seed. It's about staying out of the plan. Are you weird? Am I? Is that crazy? Is that a crazy thought? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't care if you're playing the Suns or the Kings at this point. Just get in the damn playoffs. 888-957-9570. JB on the YouTube chat. Someone needs to tell Wiggins to wake up and come play basketball. Uh, Well, apparently he's in the Bay Area. That's according to Jason Dumas of Cron. He reported that Andrew Wiggins, who had been staying uh, away from the Bay Area, he was somewhere else for the duration of his absence here with the Golden State Warriors, has 
return to the Bay, what that means, I don't know what to tell you. Um, the Warriors got three games left. Thunder Kings Blazers. At this point, I'm sure they are under, uh, they are operating under the notion that he is not returning. That's just how you have to operate at this point in the season. I mean, you got three games left. Like, so you have the guys that you have here are the guys you're going forward with is how the Warriors are probably going to handle this. But hey, Wiggins comes back. Yeah, they're going to put him right back in. So you can't worry about who's not there. You can only worry about who is there. Go back to Robert Sala. Bobby Sala, head coach of the New York Jets when he was with the Niners as a defensive coordinator. Dominate the controllables. And you got to dominate the controllables right now for the Golden State Warriors. What does that mean? That means not doing mindless turnovers. It means not playing lazy defense. It means winning on the road. Attention to details. Not being lackadaisical. All this sort of stuff that just seems so common for a championship team to understand. They don't understand it on the road. And it's maddening, it's frustrating, and it's all boiling over now, potentially for the Golden State Warriors, as they are struggling down the stretch here to cling to a playoff spot. Here's Steve Kerr after the game on what went wrong in the middle of the second quarter. Uh, Middle of the second quarter, we had total control of the game, and we stopped playing. We just uh, lost our focus at both ends, gave up a ton of offensive rebounds, missed box outs offensively, had several mindless possessions in a row, throwing the ball away, a bunch of shot turnovers, just bad shots. Give Denver a lot of credit. I thought they played really well defensively, but we had control of the game mid-second quarter and and just handed that back to them. And then then it's a game. You know, we gave them life, and and, uh, they, they took advantage of it. They did take advantage of it on the YouTube chat. I guess I disparaged the uh, the Spurs or the Warriors beating the Spurs on Friday because the Spurs beat the Kings. Yeah, great. The Spurs still stink, Hamza Raja, on the YouTube chat. So uh, congratulations for beating the San Antonio Spurs. You didn't cover the 18, though. You only won by 15 points. So really, it was kind of a loss on the betting circle if you had the Golden State Warriors. And yeah, Every win here, the rest of the way, these three games, that's all that matters is winning. But I'm not here to chalk up that win against the Spurs on Friday as some great thing. It's about winning a damn championship this year. It's about winning a freaking championship for the Golden State Warriors. They're defending champions, and that's what this season's all about. It would be a tremendous failure if they did not win a title this season. It would be a tremendous failure. Am I? Is that a crazy statement? I don't think so. Because that is what we have come to expect from Joe Lacob and this Golden State Warriors team. You have three future Hall of Famers, maybe four, with Andre Godal on the bench being injured still. But Steph, Draymond, Clay. That's it. You have those guys, you expect to compete for a title. Wiggins, no Wiggins? Yeah, it's hard. It's difficult. You have to move forward, though. On the road, Playing the way you did in that first quarter and then letting it all fall apart midway through the second and then third and fourth, it's unacceptable. It's absolutely unacceptable when you have three Hall of Famers in that starting lineup. And Kevon Looney, God bless him, he's doing his best. Guy just gets every single offensive rebound and second chance opportunity. I know he's showing up every day. I know Draymond Green is when he wants to, when he wants to play in the game and not flirt with getting ejected. Yesterday wasn't his best effort offensively. He was around nine rebounds, seven assists, but four points? I mean, come on. And Loon Dog again, 
On the offensive glass, been tremendous. 14 rebounds yesterday, 7 offensive rebounds, only 6 points. But that's what you're going to get with Looney. You need your guys like Clay Thompson and Steph Curry to step it up. And 9 of 28 and 8 of 28 is not going to get it done. It's not going to get it done. Gary Payton the second, 11 minutes yesterday, a minus 12, a team worst. Wasn't his best game since coming back. And they're going to need to find a way to balance Dante DiVincenzo and Gary Payton the second here. Dante with 31 minutes yesterday. He was in the starting lineup. He played great. So I don't know how Steve Kerr is going to be able to manage this and Kenny Atkinson and that coaching staff, but they need to figure it out within this last week or they will be in a play-in spot. On the YouTube chat, Moon Dust, this is about getting your facts straight, Spadoni. Get your racked in gear. What does that have to, what does that mean, Moon Dust? John, you're, you're rushing me on the Giants? Yeah, the Giants. Listen, great way to not lose the entire series and get swept. Brandon Crawford put the team on his back. Again, MVP Mondays, who's your MVP of the weekend? If you're a Giants fan, it's got to be Brandon Crawford. He willed that team to a victory. And he had a sneaky hop there to turn that double play. Him to Estrada. But Estrada may have had his foot off the bag there. Uh, but you'll take it. Do you have his foot off the back there, Sammy? Inconclusive. He inconclusive. is on the back. <laughs> inconclusive. When you're a fan, it's inconclusive. That's why I texted immediately. Right? I was like, oh, that's an unbiased <laughs> take right there. Oh, totally unbiased. The orange in your hair is getting darker as we speak right there. <laughs> Sam's happy about that win, but he's got to be a little concerned about how shaky Duvall looked. It was the first game of the regular season but, uh, for him, but uh, that pitch clock, come on. Can we speed up here, guys? Didn't you think that's what the the spring training was all about, getting that sort of thing fixed? But he just seemed like he just like didn't even know it was there. He's just like, yeah, whatever. I guess we got another ball here. I absolutely expected Giancarlo Stan to hit a bomb and walk it off there, but he didn't, and it was night-night. 888-957-9570. Carl on the YouTube chat. Lakers are coming. Don't want to play that team. They are coming. The Los Angeles Lakers have won six of the last seven, and they control their own destiny for the fifth seed. They went out. They are the fifth seed. They have four games left. And here's what the Lakers' schedule looks like as it pertains to the rest of the season and the Western Conference. They got the Utah Jazz in Utah tomorrow, which is basically their last true road game because they play at the Clippers, quote-unquote, on Wednesday, but they play at the same arena, Crypto.com. So it's a Clippers home game, but it's a home game for the Lakers as well, and I would expect that crowd to be 60-40 or 70-30 Lakers. So you got the Lakers, Clippers, then you got the Suns, Lakers on Friday. That should be interesting. Going to be interesting to see what the Suns do because they also play the Clippers. Are they going to be resting? Are they just going to be locked in the fourth seed? Do they just want to give the guys like the first half, like a Kevin Durant, who's still coming back from that ankle injury? So that's fascinating. And then the Lakers wrap it up on Sunday, Easter Sunday, at uh, Crypto. I hate that name, by the way. God, I want to call it Staples so bad. Crypto.com, the crypt. It's just it's just so bad. I hate it, but that's neither here nor there. But they'll play the Jazz on Sunday to wrap things up in the regular season. So, yeah, the Lakers are coming, absolutely. You look at the Clippers, again, who play the Lakers on Wednesday. That's just massive playoff implications there. Clippers are off till that game, and then they play Saturday against the Blazers, and they got the back end of a back-to-back to end the season at Phoenix. Again, what's Phoenix going to be doing? Are they going to be resting guys? Booker, Aiton, CP3. Kevin Durant, a lot of older guys there, a lot of wear and tear from guys that season. So 
We shall see. More from the postgame yesterday as the Golden State Warriors lost to the Denver Nuggets 112-110. to We're continuing to take your texts and calls here at 888-957-9570. 925. Oh, I love you. Xfinity Mobile Text. Check that, the Comcast Business Text Line. What is best? The Warriors tanking and listening to the lamentations of Joe Jabroni. God, I love you, 925. I missed you. You haven't talked. You were talking to me last week, 925. Come on. And we're still doing our MVP Mondays, your MVP of the weekend. 650's MVP was George Kittle being at WrestleMania. That was pretty damn cool. What a clothesline to The Miz. That was Drake from Mountain View. Hell yeah, WrestleMania. I have not watched a WrestleMania in a long, long time. I watched bits and pieces last night. I saw Stephen A. Smith was out there. They're doing all their pregame coverage. It was fun. It's always a good time. It's probably a bucket list thing to do. Maybe if it ever comes back at Levi's Center. It was at, what, SoFi yesterday? So maybe if it comes back to Levi's. But I think Roman Reigns, right? He won the big title. He defeated Cody Rhodes. So if you're in WWE, Cody Rhodes maybe. But George Gill there from Drake and Mountain View. MVP Mondays. Who's your MVP of the weekend? Steve Kerr. More from him after a 110 uh, 112 loss to the Denver Nuggets on why the lack of focus after the middle of the second quarter was there for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't have an answer for you. I, I uh, wish I could have done a better job of getting them, you know, locked in at that point. I tried to take a couple timeouts and, you know, get them organized and, you know, get them focused. But, you know, those last five or six minutes of the quarter were really a mess and it carried over to the third. I love the way our guys uh, finished the game. We gave ourselves a chance. Steph made a great pass to Clay and, you know, back rims a, a three with a chance to win. So the guys really fought in those last four minutes. But, you know, from mid second quarter until those last four minutes um, we were mindless out there we weren't tough enough not disciplined enough ultimately didn't didn't deserve to win the game mindless is a perfect word to describe what this Warriors team has been on the road all season just mindless brain dead just what are you doing kind of attitude like what like what how powerful is Cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. 
Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Happens between at home and then getting on that airplane and flying to another state. Or hell, it's not even another state sometimes. Sometimes it's in your own state and it's going down to the Crypto.com Arena. God, I hate that name. And SAC Golden One, like staying on the West Coast, going to Portland. Like, it doesn't matter. It's just every single time they play on the road, it's a mindless Golden State Warriors team. Here's Stephen Curry talking about it right here on 95.7 The Game. You know, most of the questions I know, and if we obviously knew what to do about it, we wouldn't we wouldn't do it. So it's just a matter of executing, being mindful of what it takes to win that that particular game that night. You know, maintain our momentum that we've worked hard to create in the first half, but weren't able to do it. Still, the the grit and the fight allows us to be one one shot away from stealing a game that we had no business being in. But you know, we got to come to a realization like if we're going to win and or do anything, you know, in a playoff kind of scenario, a game like tonight can't happen. Can't happen, but it did happen. It's been happening all season for the Golden State Warriors on the road. We're going to take a quick break here. Come on back. More sound reaction from Steph and Steve Kerr as the Warriors fall to the Denver Nuggets 112 to 110 in Denver. They are currently clinging to the sixth spot in the West, 888-957-9570. So we'll continue to touch on that. MVP Monday, who is your MVP of the weekend? We'll continue to touch on what happened in the sports weekend. We have a championship matchup in the NCAA men's basketball tournament tonight, and we'll break that down on the other side. Also, a champion was crowned on the women's side, along with a little bit of, uh, let's say, controversy, but... A conversation sparked on YouTube as it pertained to Caitlin Clark and her opponent in LSU, who was it, Angel Reese, I want to say. So, little controversy, conversation, I don't know what you want to call it, but we'll get into it on the other side, right here on the pregame show. Joe Spadoni, 95-7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95-7 The Game. Baby, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. Welcome back. Free game show, Joe Spadoni, 95-7 The Game. Hope you all had a lovely, lovely weekend. If you're just getting off work, getting on work, getting ready for school, getting ready for the week, hope you all uh, had a nice Palm Sunday, all those who observe that. I know it's a Monday, it's not the best, but God, there's so much stuff happening in the sports weekend. This It's just absolutely unreal. San Diego State, game-winning shot, they're going to the championship game to take on UConn after the UConn Huskies ended up not handling, I don't want to say that, but they took care of business against Miami and the Hurricanes. Great season, Sam, and the Canes. He's locked in, cutting some giants down. He's just in absolute disgust right now of Gabe Kapler and his postgame comments. So we'll have that for the morning roast, I am sure. But good season for the Canes and a fun matchup tonight. No NBA action tonight, folks. There's none because it's all eyes on the NCAA men's tournament championship yukon huskies san diego state aztecs i can't wait oh we got to go for the california team right i'm going for sdsu my sister went there so maybe i'll just do that i don't have any family members that went to yukon that i know of so let's go sdsu let's go aztecs let's go california is basically where my allegiances go to also they're the first of all, a mountain west team to even make the final four now championship game which is pretty damn cool yukon's tough though i mean if i was betting on it 
I'd feel a lot more comfortable betting on UConn. But San Diego State, just they seem to just kind of stick around, hang around. Then they just make a quick little run. It's like, oh, they just won the game. That's kind of what happened against FAU, kind of what happened against Creighton, Alabama. They were down, and then just, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, this team is just clamping up on defense, and they're hitting shots, and the game's over. So best defense against the best offense of the tournament, basically. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. 888-957-9570. Who was your MVP of the weekend? We're continuing to take that. El Guero on the YouTube chat. Hello, Twitch and YouTube. We are up and running there. Rey Mysterio is his MVP. And yes, the WrestleMania out there, the 415 on the Comcast business text line. WrestleMania is for eight-year-olds, dude. And I I definitely read that 415, and I don't know if you meant to do this, but I read that as Walter from The Big Lebowski, eight-year-olds, dude. That's exactly how I read that. I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but well done if it was. I, it's not. First stop. WrestleMania is for all to enjoy. Okay, just like Star Wars is all for uh, to enjoy, WrestleMania is. And WrestleMania, and, and wrestling in general, don't tell me it's for eight-year-olds, because when I was an eight-year-old, some of the stuff I was watching in hindsight, my God, the promos, the divas, what they were wearing, they were having custody battle matches for children. Like, it was unreal. They had a woman giving birth to a hand. It was a May Young, Mark Henry. Like, there was a lot of risque stuff going on as an eight-year-old watching that. I don't know how my parents let me. They're like, oh, at least it's not. he's not playing Grand Theft Auto right now. But, God, the Attitude Era was something else. 888-957-9570 if you're with me on that one. But good morning, Morali, on the YouTube chat. Appreciate you. Han Solo Dolo, uh, as it pertains to the Golden State Warriors, who lost 110-112 to to the... Denver Nuggets in Denver yesterday. The Ball Arena is what they're calling it up there. The Ball Arena. Just singular. Uh, Han Solo Dolo. I love the name. This team is so disappointing. I don't want to see this team in the playoffs. The game They game-planned to lose there. There's no way Curry and Poole... Uh, okay, I can't. I can't do this. Please. Please at least be legible in the YouTube chat. Han Solo Dolo. Flag on me for not proofreading it before going to it. But I'm assuming you're trying to say game planning uh, to guard my uh, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, it wasn't going good yesterday. It wasn't going good when Stephen Curry and Jordan Poole were matched up on him. And listen, he's tall enough, Michael Porter Jr., 6'10", where no one can really guard him, unless you have like a center on him, in which case he's too athletic to have that happen. He'll blow right past you. Like, you just got to tip your tap... Uh, Tip your cap, easy enough for me to say here on the pregame show, but tip your cap to Michael Porter Jr. Guy made some tough shots, and he was clutch. 29 points overall. Him and Jamal Murray led the team there, 29 and 26 respectively. And again, if Michael Porter Jr. can be a third option for this Denver Nuggets team, that changes things. Now, we'll see come playoff time. Are the Nuggets still the Nuggets? How's Jokic's calf? Are they just being very, very extremely cautious with it? Or is there something to be concerned about? You would think you want your potential league MVP to be playing a little more games here down the stretch to get a little tuned up. But maybe they feel like, listen, the guy's won back-to-back MVPs. Does he really need a third straight? So we'll see what happens there. The MVP race, sneakily, I don't know who's going to win. Oh, this is the first time in a long time where I don't know who's winning the MVP. So it should be exciting there. Uh, Giannis defeated the 76ers yesterday. He looked damn good as he's back in the conversation. 888-957-9570. Wanted to get into this a uh, quick second. So the NCAA women's bracket was decided yesterday. The champion are the LSU Tigers taking out the, 
Iowa Hawkeyes yesterday, 102 to 85. You know, Caitlin Clark, her story runs to an end there for the Iowa Hawkeyes. She had 30 points. She is sensational. She is the best player in women's basketball, NCAA women's basketball, that is, by a wide margin. She's making Steph Curry-type shots. She's been unreal. But she's also been a little cocky. She's been a little, you know, uh, boisterous, we shall say. A little Curry-ish, if you. A little shimmies. She was doing the you-can't-see-me thing a lot. Shout out John Cena and WrestleMania. But Angel Reese, who plays for LSU... Uh, took exception to Caitlin Clark and her quote-unquote disrespect in the Final Four game in which Iowa defeated uh, South Carolina. And Caitlin Clark showed a certain player for South Carolina no quote-unquote respect. Here's Angel Reese talking about it for LSU after they beat the Iowa Hawkeyes in the championship yesterday. I tell you, I was waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> Me? At what point were you waiting to pull out this? Man. This kind of a Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark is a hell of a Incredible. player. Player for sure. But I don't take disrespect lightly. And she disrespected Alexis. And my girls, South Carolina, they still my SEC girls too. But y'all not gonna disrespect them either. So I had, I, I wanted to pick her pocket, but I, I had a moment at the end of the game, and that was just, I was in my bag. I was in my moment. Yeah. <laughs> So that's Angel Reese there, again, plays for LSU. She did the You Can't See Me. If you're watching on Twitch and YouTube, you know what I'm talking about. Basically waving your hand over your face, you can't see me. And she uh, did it to Caitlin Clark, and they were handling. The game was over basically at the first half. They were up, what was it, 17 points, what have you, in that first half. So the game was over, and towards the end there, they were feeling it. Angel Reese is feeling it. And listen, I'm all about taunting, just all that sort of stuff, back and forth, the chippiness, the feistiness. Give me more hate in a game than more love dapping. Oh, hey, what's up? No, 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 no. I love it. Give it all to me. The saltiness. Give me all the the taunting. Give me everything. The showboating. I love that. That's what makes sports fun. To me, I love that. Now, the notion that you're taking on the disrespect, quote-unquote, from another team and another player that's not on your team because Caitlin Clark decided not to cover them is a little kind of mental gymnastics I'm trying to run my head through. You know, I'm thinking back to the last dance of Michael Jordan kind of manufacturing that motivation. Like, manufacturing motivation because Caitlin Clark is not guarding way out on the three-point line for a team and another player on another team, and you're taking that as your own disrespect is a little odd to me, but I'm all fine with the you-can't-see-me kind of thing to her towards the end there. Who cares? It's sports. Are we, are we really that, like, salty about that? Really? And then it turned into this whole big conversation on Twitter. It's just the whole di- how we cover white athletes and black athletes, and it was just, can't we just all be on equal footing when it comes to taunting? I mean, uh, who was it? Someone had it. I uh, can't forget. I can't remember the name. I'm pulling a bonte here. I can't remember what their name is, but I'd know it if I saw it. On Twitter, but it was basically uh, it was Jair Alexander for Green Bay last year, and he did the gritty right on Justin Jefferson in a game. It's just like, oh, look at that! Who cares? He celebrated right in his face. He did his move, his touchdown celebration right on, and nothing happened. You know why? We moved on. We just thought it was a funny moment on Twitter. Why couldn't it have just been a funny moment yesterday? Is it just because well, we have all the Caitlin Clark fans all of a sudden? Everyone was riding or dying with her. They lost. And you take your L's and you move on. That's what happens. Curry, when he shimmies, when he's winning, you're loving it. When someone shimmies on Curry, what was it, Chris Paul a few years back in a in a Rockets win or whatever, you hated him for it. Now you hate Chris Paul because you hate him. 
But listen, you're not going to be up in arms about, oh my God, how dare he do that to Stephen Curry? No! Sports. Come on. I'm tired of this crap. Let him celebrate. Let him just show a little emotion. Let him be a little fun for once. Am I crazy? Let me know your thoughts at 888-957-9570, I think it is crazy taking on the disrespect of another player on another team. It's kind of mental gymnastics there. Those are just my thoughts. Coming up, we got the cross over. Joe Shasky joining me here in studio. I want to get his thoughts. He had his Shasky, his annual Shasky golf invitational that he always does up in uh, Russian River at Northwood. I want to hear his breakdowns. Did he win this weekend? That's a tease, people. Get his thoughts on the... Warriors 110-112 loss to the Denver Nuggets up in Denver. Get his thoughts on the potential play-in game, playoff game. The Giants, they lose 2-3 in the Bronx. A lot happened in the sports world. San Diego State taking on UConn tonight. All that coming up next on the Cross Drover right here on 95.7 The Game. Oh, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joe Spadoni, 95-7 the game. One more segment here for you before tossing it over to Bonte Hill. And Joe Shasky, the morning roast, have their thoughts on the Warriors' loss to the Denver Nuggets last night in Denver. Giants dropping 2-3 to open up the season in the Bronx against the Yankees. They're going to be taking on the Chicago White Sox. Next, Ross Stripling. Not a great outing. Not a great start to the season. Camilo Duvall, shaky to say the least. So a lot of concerning thoughts there to start the season, but it's early. Got 159 games left in the season. God, the season just never ends as it pertains to the Major League Baseball. But the season's coming to an end for the NBA here. Three games left for the Golden State Warriors. Can they stay out of that play-in game? Thunder tomorrow at Chase Center, at Sacramento, Friday, LTB, light the beam. Will it be happening? God, you would love... that's. You know what? We may not get a Warriors-Kings... Uh, matchup at all the rest of the season. It could just be a play-in game. Warriors get knocked out or they play someone else the first round. They don't meet each other. This has just absolute must-watch see TV written all over it. Friday at Golden One Arena in Sacramento. Warriors, Kings. I cannot wait for that game because there would be nothing more than the Sacramento Kings and their fans than potentially knocking the Warriors into a play-in scenario. The defending champions... They have been the doormat to the Warriors for the past oh, 15 years, it feels like. Hell, all right, 10 years, because the Warriors stunk as much as the Kings for a good portion of their franchise's history. But the last 10 years especially, I know Kings fans and those Sacramento Kings players would like nothing more than to spoil the Warriors' good time on Friday. So I cannot wait for that matchup. And then on Easter Sunday, to wrap up the regular season at Portland and the Trailblazers, who sneakily beat the T-Wolves over the weekend. That was a big loss for the T-Wolves. And the the Portland Trailblazers have seemingly shut Dame Lillard down. He's done for the rest of the year. So no easy games less as it pertains to the Golden State Warriors. MVP Monday still. Who is your MVP of the weekend? 888-957-9570. As Joe Shasky joins me here for the cross over. And Joe, I don't even know where you want to start. Uh, I want your MVP of the weekend. doesn't have to be sports-related even. Uh, I know you had your Shasky Invitational. You were pumped talking about it. 
you don't have a huge handicap like some of these guys, so it's a little harder on you. But how'd you shoot, buddy? How'd you shoot? Thank you for saying it, not me, because I'll never hear the end of it if I say it. I was fine. I stopped after 15 holes because somebody needed to start to barbecue. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs the food. Few yeah. too many drunks on the front oh, end of boy. the groupings where their job was to barbecue. Oh, boy. But that will be for later. We okay. will talk about that all What was on the menu? A little tri-tip? What were we doing? Oh, my God. I did. We did 10 tri-tips. I'm no joke. 10 tri-tips. Five bags of uh, of the salads that you like. Pre-mix oh, or totally. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Potato salad. Oh, yeah. uh, my dad had to have baked potatoes. Okay. <laughs> uh, torpedo rolls, you nice. know, to like make little sandwiches, totally. stuff like that. It was it was a really good time. Nice. Now, Northwood's beautiful. How was the weather like? Because it was nice. I drove down to Monterey Dude. yesterday and cleared up in the sunny. It was scary early. It looked like yeah. it was going to rain, but yeah. then it all it's, cleared up. It's exactly what happened <laughs> with us. So it was like cold in the morning and then beautiful. And then all of a sudden the dark clouds oh, came out. God. And all of a sudden the sun came out. There we go. And then <laughs> by the time we got off, I would say about four or five, it drifted. Mm-hmm. And then it rained a little at like seven, eight o'clock. Nice. Um, we were all watching that shot from oh, San Diego State. Unreal, dude. It was oh, so cool. So sick. To so see sick. it in like a group environment was a lot of fun. We, no, no one had any connection to either no, team. No, it was FAU versus San Diego State. Yeah. The most random Final Four yeah. matchup maybe ever. But that was so sick for San Diego State. And they're taking on UConn tonight in the championship. I don't know who's going to win that game. I mean, UConn's been the best team throughout the tournament. Yeah. But San Diego State, they just find a way. So it's like... Oh, they—they're done. There's like ten minutes left. They're down ten. It's it was just, great. It's just no. They came back and it was—it was sick. It was really cool. Oh, and then obviously we watched the Giants game ending. And I, I will say this: I think lost in the sauce. Doval, you were talking about Doval pitch yep. clock. He pitched in WBC where there was no pitch None. clock. Yes. So I don't think he had a lot of reps in general. Look. Bases loaded, closeout save situation has its own ramped up um, intensity. Yes. Adding in the pitch clock was a whole nother layer of tension. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. but It, it was great. It, it, no, it was awesome. And it looked like on the mound, he was just like, like it didn't even look like he was sweating anything. 100%. It was just like... Oh, I was like, dog, get the ball. Yeah, and pitch. just get the ball out. And it's just like, and, and who, uh, I don't forget whether it was Sable or Perez, but they were like, Sable. time. It was Sable, right? Yeah. He's like saying time, and it saved him on, on one yes. of it. And then it happened right after that I again. Know. It's just like, all right, dude. And Cobb did, we... did it earlier in the game. Yeah, you know. So we're, we're seeing a lot of guys go through. I mean, <laughs> deepest rotation ever. And we're going to start Cobb and, and Ross Stripling. Are, are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, the stri- Ross Stripling Oof. acquisition. Oh my god the the Giants homers were slurping that left and right, and I was like, he's a five. Yeah. No, it's the MVP of the weekend, and I want to get into the Warriors, so I'm gonna make this quick. MVP of the weekend, Aaron Judge, eight for fourteen, five RBIs, two home runs. What are you doing pitching to him? Yeah. No, at that point you you want to walk him or something. And Mike Stanton with the absolute one of the longest home runs at Yankee Stadium I've ever seen. One of the longest home and they were saying uh Ross Stripley actually had a funny quote after he's like they were sending the uh, saying the wind was blown out to center. Uh, so maybe it would have only been four sixty instead of four eighty five. It was a little tongue in cheek, I get it, self deprecating. But yeah, that was bad. This team strikes out so much. Like th- that my number one rejection of analytic all the analytics idiots. Anyone who has played any lick of baseball at any point in their life will tell you, put the ball in play. If you put the ball in play, yeah, you could get thrown out, you know, you know, chopper to third, he throws you out first. They have to field it cleanly, they have to make a good throw, and the first baseman's got to make a catch. When you strike out, sit your ass on the, on the bench. No one touches it but the pitcher and catcher. Make the defense work. Well, it's interesting, too, because the whole philosophy behind the Giants and their approach should, you would think, is kind of that money ball approach, right, from Farhan. Getting on base. If everybody's taking doing money pay- ball, then you're not doing anything different. Well, you're not. But also, the whole 
whole concept is getting on base, yeah, which is well, me that, not swinging yes. at horrible pitches, which is what these guys do who's all the a, time. But who's the high on base percentage guy on that, that team? That's the thing. I know. Like, 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 like you think their approach would be at, at some at some level better than what yes. it has been since last season, but it just seems like it's more the same. And when you have a lineup, but just let's face it, not a lot of studs in there. Yes. A lot of just eh, eh, guys. But, but Joey wasting this much breath on that lifeless offense it's, feels stupid this morning, considering it, that the Warriors to me. That, are the Speak, top story. Well, speaking of lifeless and brain dead, the Warriors on the road, your thoughts. Like, that's just the word they that came, a, like, Steve Kerr, mindless. That was a perfect word. That's what they are on the road. Well, like, they had, like, the two 24-second clock violations down uh, on, on defense. On defense, they forced them yes. D- down late, and it's like, I'm not saying you got to do that throughout the entirety of the game, because it, it takes a lot of effort. But, like, there were multiple possessions where there was only one guy under the hoop and four guys there back to the ball, yeah. back to the ball, standing on the perimeter, where they're giving up either a backdoor layup or a two-on-one layup um, in the half court. Yeah. And it happened over and over, or they're giving up offensive rebounds to the opponent. You know, Michael Porter Jr. from the second quarter on was excellent. Dude, I, I was Jamal saying, Murray was excellent all game. If Michael Porter Jr. looks like that in the playoffs, right? the Nuggets have a chance because yeah. they need that third scoring option and he, and they signed him to that I'm big contract you. and I was like, Ugh, I'm not I sure know. about that. The guy's been injured a lot. He's big. Like, he has a lot of potential. But if he plays like he did last night, and more consistently in the playoffs, they absolutely have a shot. But he was killing them like that. Like, but that's a pro, that's size again, Jasky. He's six foot ten with a handle. Yes. Like those guys are going to be killing the Warriors, and yes. that's what you're going to see in the playoffs. I've never seen him attack the rim on 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 rebounding though like that. And so yeah. I was like, oh wow, is this a byproduct of no Jokic? Is this him point. elevating his game throughout the year? And I haven't noticed because I'm not one of the you know yeah. keen league pass eye guys. Yeah. So I don't know. But like the Warriors, like, create a bad game. He did. I know. I know. Nobody wants to say this. And the no, other he thing- was bad. And then he got matched up. Him and Pool. We're seeing this all over the YouTube chat. You guys are just on fire with today. Why are we putting Pool and Curry on Michael? Porter? I was like, well, the Nuggets probably try to do that on purpose. Like that's a lot of it. But again, you're limited on defense when you know, when Gary Payton's not playing well either. No. He, did, he had a team worse minus twelve. I Shout didn't love the lineups that yeah. he was out there with. I thought they waited to use him. See, th- this is where it gets difficult. Dante's having a really good game, yes. right? And then you, you want to like extend him, and you're going to start him. No one wants to hear this because it's going to sound insensitive. But the reality is, dear God, they need Wiggins. Yes, like everything is different with Wiggins, and I know that's easy uh, cop out or whatever. No, it's called an explanation. Are we starting to get to the point? Even if he does come back, that it's just like, is, Joey, is he going to change anything? Like, Joey, like, he's the topic du jour over the weekend at our big golf tournament. Okay. Every single like this this narrative that like you don't ask, we just got to operate like he's not here. No, everyone wants to know where he's at. You know why? Because they're like this. When he's here, is viewed as a championship team. You know, if, and this is what one of my buddies said, and it was very interesting because I love hearing from people that aren't in the industry. He's like, dude, if Tyree Kill was out for reasons we didn't know, Chiefs fans would be going insane. Yeah. Fantasy owners would be going nuts. Yes. People that are gambling on the Chiefs would be like, when he comes back, or like uh, Tyreek Hill's a bad example. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, for example. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. Like, pick player X on winning team Y, and we would be having these conversations. Yes. So the fact that Dumas, Jason Dumas, who... Cron. Uh, Cron yeah. I, I'm, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. <laughs> You're good. But he says, like, oh, he's back in the Bay Area. Everyone's like, okay. 
Are you coming back? Yeah. And I don't think that you should be some awful human being for going, are you coming back? Like, yeah. yeah, all the personal stuff, we'll leave that to the side. But my team, I want to see, like, <laughs> we're just, we're, we're up against it, man. There's to, three games left. To your point, so they are basically, they're staying, they have a road game, but it's in Sac, so it's not really a road game. So they're staying yeah. in the Bay up until Sunday where they're traveling over to Portland. So, I mean, this is the week. Like, this is it. Michael Jackson, shout out Daryl the Guru Johnson, loves that one. Like this is it. This is the week. God, Guru's got all the little. He's got all of us. So, but like, but but to your point, like we were, you were getting. Am a little, I an awful person? No, for no, saying no, no, that no, no. But I wanted to get to something you said in the chat uh, as it pertains to God, that one the, hurt last the fifth night. and sixth seed because you were making an interesting point. Like Bonte, like do we want to win this game? Okay. Kind of so it was. Was that an absurd notion? No, no, no. Because I, I think a lot of the fan base was with you. But now that you lost that game and the Lakers are kind of surging and the Pelicans right? are winning, it's just like. Are, are you going to be a playing team now? Like, all of a sudden, if the Lakers went out, they're the fifth seed. If the Clippers went out, I think they're locked into the fifth or sixth. So it's like, and obviously the Lakers and Clippers play each other on Wednesday. That has huge ramifications all over the place. So there is just so many intricate layers. Now, if you're the Warriors, you just got to keep winning. You can't worry about no, that. No, I think you have to You got to the win Thunder, out. Kings, and Blazers. You got to win two of these three at least and probably try to win out. Uh, Joey, I just, I'm hearing all the, you know, Lakers winning six to seven, you know, feels like they, they could win out. It feels like they could win out. Um, that one was so frustrating. What's, what's crazy is I did text that in the chat, like, oh, do we even want to win this? During the game, like, no, we, I want to win this. Yes. Like, uh, that's part of the competitor yeah. in me. I hate, per, you know, losing on purpose or anything like that. Like, that's stupid. And I'm like, if I watch this team pass up a layup, whether it, and here's the other thing, like, Kaminga, it's so pounded into his head that if Curry's coming off of a double screen, you give it to him no matter what. I don't even blame Kaminga at this point because I, the coach won't play him if he doesn't do it. But there's a few times Draymond, a pool, um, uh, Kaminga passing up layup attempts. Guys, like, I know you want to throw it out to the best shooters in the world. A layup is like a 75% proposition. Yes. yes. A three-pointer, even the best in the world, are like 44%. Well, and Steph, like to his credit, he was going there a lot, but then he had a lot of bad three-point. He kept trying to force it late there, trying to put the team on I his know. back, and it just wasn't falling. Well, That's they got Joe, desperate at the end. Absolutely. That's Joe Shasky. He's joining Bonte Hill next. Bobby Mark, 730 ESPN. He's like a salary cap guru, but he's also all on the ins and outs of this new collective bargaining agreement for the NBA. A lot of fascinating details, and he'll break it down in a nice and simple simplistic way for all of us to digest. Also, Dave Fleming, one of the voices of the Giants, our 95.7 The Game Giants insider. He's joining the boys. He's also going to be on the call for the Masters this week. That's at 8 o'clock. And then C.J. Holmes covers the Golden State Warriors for the San Francisco Chronicle at 9.20. That's all coming up right here on the Morning Roast, 95.7 The Game. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.